Previously on A Fun Time with Katie and Leslie. We're at the cinema and we finished our big coat. One week earlier. Leslie, we need a new coat. I know, I was thinking that actually. Like we just need one. I know. You know why. Yeah, yeah, no, you know why as well, yeah. Um, it's It's been on my mind a lot recently. I'm really glad you brought it up because it just sort of, yeah, it's been really, it's been keeping me up at night, actually. Yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot, like, we need a new coat. Yeah, and we really it's do. It's just been going around in my head over and over again, like, we need a new coat, yeah. we need a new coat. I'm at the gym, I'm trying to run, I'm trying to best my reps on the old lift them up and put them down again. And all I'm thinking about is, we need a new coat. I know, I keep noticing everyone else's coats. I'm just like, oh, like it's like, obviously I've always seen other people's coats, but I feel of like course. they've never stuck out to me the way they are at the moment. No. So, yeah, no, I'm really glad you brought this up. Um, yeah, let's let's make ourselves a new coat. It's a fun time with Katie and Leslie. 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 Fun, fun time, time, fun time, fun time, fun time, fun time. Are you ready for a fun time with Katie and Leslie? Whoa! So, Katie. Hi, Leslie. Hello. I think before we can really succeed at making ourselves a new coat, we really need to think about what we like in coats. Yeah, market research is so important. It Especially is. When you're, if you're making something, you need to know your influences because if you go wrong, you cut the fabric, you can only cut once. Like, we need... That classic like, James Pinterest... Bond film? Yeah, dude. <laughs> is that the racist one? Are, are I they mean, the, they're all pretty racist. Yeah, so <laughs> but, yeah, like ideal in an ideal world, we'd have a Pinterest board, but instead we have a podcast, and so everyone can suffer because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Do I mean, we do. Codes? We do also a Pinterest board, but that's just for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do actually have a few favorite coats in mind. So one of my favorite coats is I have this amazing massive leopard print coat that I got probably in my like fairly early 20s um which I really like the story behind it so basically my grandma when she retired she made herself a big leopard print coat which is a side of her I never saw like she sort of you know I knew her when she was an old Scottish lady living in suburban Ontario but she just, I liked this side of her. I could see with her being like, I'm going to wear a fucking leopard print coat. You know, I, also one time when I was a kid, my grandma was staying with me while my parents were away. And I think I largely didn't enjoy that because I sort of wasn't fully into uh, living with an old lady vibe. Cause you know, we didn't yeah. see eye to eye all that. Like I, I loved my grandma. We got along, but, but it was, she was, it was a bit full on to go from seeing her for a few hours, like every other week to having her just be in my house all the time for, for like a week or two. But she yeah. one time said she she had bought herself something nice and she was like, oh, I'm going to look like a rich bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, like the coolest moment I ever saw from my Get grandma. It, grandma. I know she was Margaret Ewing. Um, <laughs> so I my this this sort of indication of who she had been of this leopard print coat, I thought was so cool. And also she was an amazing knitter, but she was not a sewer. And so it's like <laughs> it's so poorly sewn. But I love it so much. It doesn't even have buttons, but I love it so much. I haven't worn it for a while, but it's so big and so fuzzy and it makes me really happy when I wear it. And I, and so that's one of the best coats I've ever known. That's a very good Yeah, coat. the pockets are fucked though. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I I enjoyed Dolly Parton's coat of many colors. Ooh. I just, it's a really nice song. It's nice. Yeah. My boss puts on a lot of Dolly Parton when I'm at work and... It's, it's, just, it's a nice Katie's thing here, time for Dolly Parton. Katie's here, time for Dolly Parton. That's what everyone always thinks. When I, they it's see true. Me. It's just I'm the vibe. Like, exactly. It's it's your look. You just go. You know. You know what this this big black haired goth child will like. 
this bit of Dolly. And and honestly, she's not wrong. I, I quite like how it's a story about how like her mum made her this coat out of loads of scraps, but that's what made it special and people bullied her for being poor, but it's like handmade and it has such love in it. It's just it. Re- I really like it. I very I relate to it. That sounds probably. amazing. Also, I don't I don't think I've ever heard that, but I'm gonna listen to it because I feel like oh yeah yeah Dolly Parton is one of these people who I like really appreciate her, but I never really listen to much of her stuff. So I might I might check it out. Yeah, it's a lovely. It's a really nice song. Yeah, about how yeah a coat which her mum made out of yeah like rags and scraps and and stuff. So it was all different colors. And um, everyone was like, your coat sucks. And she's like, but my mum made it for me. It's so cute. Yeah, no, that sounds really nice. One of my other favorite coats is I recently moved, as you know. You did? Yeah. Uh, We've alluded a lot to the situation in my previous flat, but we have rarely delved into it. And I'm not going to now, but also, hello, everyone who listens to this knows us. So, you know, you know, it was uh, basically going on (laughs) in my old flat. But yeah, so I live alone now, which is the greatest thing. And also I was able to paint this flat. And so it's purple, but it took three coats of paint to get it to look sort of consistently purple and not be quite streaky. I was going to leave it off after two, but I was like, no, I deserve better. And so that third coat of paint made a huge difference. Um, my, one of my coworkers, when I was telling him about it, I was like, I think I need to do a third coat of paint, you know, so it's, the walls stop looking streaky. And he just keeps calling them my bacon walls, which is <laughs> constantly <laughs> like, your bacon walls. And I'm like, stop talking about my bacon walls. But yeah, so I think the third coat of paint made a huge difference because, yeah, it's a lovely color and really, really nice for my brain. So there is a bit where it still looks a bit streaky. I think I may have forgotten to paint it. So I will at some point. It's over there. Visuals, visuals in an audio medium. I mean, I can't see it. I think your clothes rack is in front of it. So you might as well just do that. I think also my brain exaggerates it because I'm like, oh, it's imperfect. And I'm, you know, trying to learn to live with imperfection, but not like in my own home where I deserve the best things. Yeah. Yeah. If you do put a coat rack in front of it, it's the same, almost, it is the same as adding another coat, but easier. Yeah, exactly. My fourth, fourth coat of coats. My next favorite coat is Cruella DeVille's hypothetical coat, which she's <gasps> willing to like, she's a rich woman with, whose life is going well. And she's like, I'm going to absolutely ruin it so I can get this dog coat and murder puppies because they have the softest skin. <laughs> like, it must be a pretty good coat if she's willing to do that. Like, fuck fur, but... Yeah, I mean, it sounds absolutely awful, but at the same time, there's a relatable dedication there. Yeah. She really said treat yourself. Yeah, well, she, exactly. She's she's a person who absolutely knows that she deserves the best, and so she's willing to do what it takes to get it. But, you know, she's slightly misguided. But, you know, there's an energy there I think I appreciate, even if I don't like her methods. Also, shout out, she's the reason I got rid of my split dye, because there's that new Cruella de Vil film oh, coming yeah. out. And I was like, I can't live with that. So, <laughs> and so then I dyed my hair bright blue and it's spiky. And so I'm now Sonic the Hedgehog rather than Cruella de Vil. So maybe I should just shave my head. But... <laughs> it's a common journey people take. Yeah, Cruella, Cruella to Sonic. <laughs> the Cruella to Sonic pipeline. <laughs> Do you think if Cruella de Vil was in the Sonic universe, she would make coats out of all of the hedgehogs and animals and green? She'd definitely try and decimate Green Hill Zone. She would also, she would then have a coat of many colors because everyone is one distinct color block shade, aren't they? So uh, yeah, her coat of many colors. (laughs) I think Knuckles' hands would make very good shoulder pads. (laughs) I think like Amy and Sonic stripes, but then again, like Shadow is already striped. I think that would be quite cool. Just have Tails, Tails as a boa. Yeah. Oh, what's what's his, Miles Prower. Do you know that Tails' name yeah, yes. he's got a boy name. Miles Prower. <laughs> Rouge the Bat is there, but I think Rouge the Bat would just be friends with her, honestly. It's the vibes. Exactly, just the, the goth gang hanging yeah. out. Omega's there, like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's a robot. Is there, is, ha, is it ever acknowledged? I suppose, I haven't seen the movie that came out. I just am wondering whether there is, I think that like Dr. Robotnik is kind of of a comparable size to Sonic, isn't he? Like he's obviously a big guy, but he's not like human size versus Sonic's hedgehog size, is he? Oh no. Because I mean, that would be an interesting vibe if Cruella was there and she was just fucking massive because they're all just small animals. (laughs) No, I think because they're about, 
they're like they're fairly tall because there was the Sonic X cartoon which I watched a lot when I was a kid and the, the hedgehogs kind of come up to about like just over elbow height oh yeah they're like, like sort that. of like hobbit humans, size yeah yeah like you humans are taller but not yeah. by much yeah exactly they're they're not yeah they're not uh to they're scale not hedgehog size. they're not they're not scaled to um the size they would be but I feel that would be quite a fun thing to suddenly be like oh like it would just shift your focus so much to just suddenly be like Oh, fuck. I can't. They were little all along. I think that goes back to the yeah in the original because when you when you're freeing the animals in the first Sonic game, oh yeah, um, they're like they're still really small compared to Sonic. Yeah, the little rabbits and stuff go like fly away. Is the implication that Sonic is some sort of like hedgehog human hybrid? No, <laughs> uh, we can get into the deep lore, but I don't know if that's what this episode of the podcast is for. Um, <laughs> There's, there's the kind of canon thing and then um someone in sega america uh, i can't remember her name but she came up with a 13 page sonic law bible which was largely ignored but like no he's a real hedgehog who eats like worms but also burgers and lives in a hedge and Being then his dad him. died in a oh. pool of like toxic waste and he's like anti-pollution and then like dr robotnik was a father figure who was corrupted and it's all very cool. <laughs> Brian David Gilbert did an excellent video where in his Unraveled series where he takes this Sonic Law Bible and uses it in a kind of evangelical Christian sort of way. <laughs> like screaming about it, like preaching. It's very good. Oh my God. Well, another of my favorite coats. I have this amazing silver parka that I bought a few winters ago. It's like, it's so good. It's like, you know, quite, quite long. I feel very powerful and I wear it just like walking around. It's like got this massive, like faux fur lined hood, bright, like shiny, shiny, shiny silver was a peak. Obviously things like that always fade, um, but it doesn't fit anymore. Oh no. And I mean, that's like, you know, quite a standard thing. And I mean, I'm sure it could, cause I don't think I've changed that much in size, but I think it was like a little bit tight to begin with, but it was the biggest size they had. And I was like, no, I'm going to have this fucking silver coat. And it just mm. doesn't quite at the moment, especially like at this particular time in history, nothing yes. quite fits the way that it used to. I have no trousers anymore. Yeah. I've got, I've got a pair of jeans that surprisingly still fits like quite well, but mostly I've been Show living off. in dungarees. One, I mostly yeah. have been living in dungarees or my big baggy dress, which is basically just a big black sack. And I love it. Um, <laughs> you know, I have, I have the stuff I wear to work and those are, I basically it's that or pajamas at home. And I just am looking because I, I do have all these clothes clearly on display in my new place. And I'm just like, oh yeah, remember those. Like, it's sort of, It'll be interesting to have to go back to like deciding on outfits again, instead of being like, is it a sunflower dungaree day or a zebra dungaree day? And that's basically my, my um, former flatmate came over for dinner last night. And I feel like she's literally never seen me not in dungarees. <laughs> and I was wearing dungarees yesterday and I was going to change before she got here. Cause I really wanted to like, just sort of prove that I didn't, but then I, ran out of time so nope yep. for, for Imogen there is absolutely no evidence that I ever wear any other clothes <laughs> <laughs> one thing I want to bring into our new coat is like mistakes are okay to be made but not necessarily everyone has to see them yeah and that's why I was thinking the chrome coat um more as like a spiritual thing we're bringing in with the crumb coat is the first layer of icing you put on a cake oh, and all yeah. the crumbs get caught in it and it's like really thin and then you put your proper icing on top and it gets no crumbs in yes it. and so maybe we could like it's more of a design philosophy I guess I don't think we're gonna want to rub buttercream on ourselves that's that that's not for our podcast that's for our only fans <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think that would be a nice little thing we could maybe that's like a vibe we can keep in you know or maybe we just have a pocket full of crumbs. I mean, I often do. I I think that that's a really nice philosophy. I think I think that yeah, I think that there's something quite sort of um, uplifting about that of just going. I am allowed to have flaws, but I don't have to show them to anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my, they're my secrets, and then you can just yeah. kind of go around being like, mm, I have a secret. Mm, I've got a secret it's, second coat, which is a bit shit. It's yeah. kind of like fir the first draft of cake icing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> My next coat that I really like is there's a song by Tom Waits on the album The Heart of Saturday Night called New Coat of Paint. It's the second one about paint. Trying yeah. to be subversive, but just talking about the same thing more than once. 
And it's sort of, it's, it's an interesting album in that it is Tom Waits at his absolute most normal. Like, it's just so, like, it's a lovely fucking album. I love it. But I love it mainly because it's, like, the most familiar one to me. Like, when I was growing mm. up, it was, like, my dad has always... I don't know if I've told you about this before. My dad has always been, you know, a person who's, like, very much been a fan of Tom Waits and, like, kind of made a big deal about it. And so I've always associated... Growing up, I always associated Tom Waits with my dad. And especially because he would play this one album quite often. I remember one of my best sort of times I've, that I've had with my dad is I was sitting down in his sort of, like workshop computer room in the basement and we were just listening to something where Tom Waits was just talking about something and it was really nice to have this like moment to share with my dad we're just both listening and like sort of caught up in whatever story Tom Waits was telling so that was all that was all nice and then when I moved to London I actually got more into Tom Waits I still have a lot more thing like a lot more to do because I haven't listened to much of him but I really like the album Rain Dogs he's got a fucking long career he has and I I have a thing where basically if I find an album that I like by someone I'm so like caught up in the familiarity of it I guess if I get to love something I have a difficult time moving on to the next thing because I'm like but that thing's familiar and I know it and I love it and so I'm kind of like there's a lot yeah. of musicians that I could say I quite like, but that I have not delved into very far. Bowie is a not- noteworthy example because a lot of people associate Bowie with me because I do have two tattoos. But, you know, I'm very much about the sort of Ziggy Stardust era and I have a lot of appreciation for stuff outside of that. But that is my sort of main point of reference because that's what I love. Mm. That's what I kind of can relate to. But yeah, so so I, was- no- I haven't really listened to My Chemical Romance's first album very much. But I love Three Cheers and Black Parade. Yeah. And I'm get, I've got a growing love for um, Danger Days. But the first one I've just not listened to. Yeah, no, I, I think that's absolutely valid. Like, I think it's sort of, you kind of take whatever you need to from whatever music that you like. And so sometimes mm. you will have just, you can be a fan of something and have sort of a limit. You don't need, you don't need to have an encyclopedic knowledge of something to be a fan of it, you know? Yeah. And that's something I think I'm sort of being more forgiving of myself for over time because I kind of, I feel like if there's anything I could possibly beat myself up over, I will, but I'm learning not to. But yeah, so, mm. so Tom Waits, I, um, so I really love the album Rain Dogs. And so I was back home at Christmas one year and my, my, my mom and my aunt went to drive my grandma home. Second mention of Margaret Ewing on this, on the podcast ever, but in this one episode, <laughs> um, but yeah, they went to drive my grandma home and my dad and I were just there and uh, we were washing the dishes and I was like, okay, I'll wash. Cause he, he washes dishes. Not well. And you dry. And so we were sort of doing this. And I was like, you know what? I really love this Tom Waits album. I'm going to put it on. My dad loves Tom Waits. It's going to be great. So I put it on. And immediately my dad starts complaining about it and like making fun of it. I sort of stopped and I was like, no, this is Tom Waits. You love Tom Waits. And he's like, I only like his melodic stuff, which is one album. And that is The Heart of Saturday Night. And the first song on that is is called New Coat of Paint. <laughs> cool. Yep. We love what, we love what. Learn some new ones from us girls. Katie and Leslie teach you a new word. Learning is very fun, we've heard. If you're a fucking square. Ew, look at this nerd. Ugh. So, Katie. Yes, Leslie. Our random word for today is. <gasps> Ignonomy. No, I read that wrong. Oh. Ignominy. Are we actually learning a new word in this segment? It's <laughs> never happened before. <laughs> the whole joke is that we don't. But no. There is yeah. nothing else an educational podcast. So. <laughs> an ignominy. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Actually, let's, let's find out from Google how it's pronounced. <laughs> ignominy. Infamy. Infamy. He pro. Pronunciation. Ignominy. 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 That was the British pronunciation. Let's find out about the American. Ignominy. Ignominy. Uh, the same, just with a different accent. So ignominy. So I've lost the page now in my excitement of. <laughs> getting google involved we'll never learn the word ignominy i mean luckily the dictionary is in alphabetical order (laughs) so is that um ignominy uh ignominy ignominy noun 
public disgrace. Oh. Which, actually, I think until we get our new coat, we kind of are. Yeah. We are an ignominy. Ignominy. It was just showing our naked bare flesh to the world. And by that, I mean, we are wearing clothes. Yeah, Mostly but- dungarees, Katie. Also probably dungarees. Dungaree gang. Uh, dungarees, my, mine are multicolored and yours are black and white. Yeah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> ignominy. Ignominy. Carla Deville was very ignominious. Ignominious. Actually, there was. Ignominious. Oh, I have to find the page again. There was when she kidnapped a load of dogs and, and like was gonna skin them. Oh, I like the idea of using it in sentence. Ignominious. Ignominious. Um, uh, the anemone was ignominious when ignominious. Ignominious. The anemone was ignominious. The anemone was ignominious. But it, it just did a big poo on a fish's dorsal. I literally was, I was trying to use it, trying to figure out how to use it in the sentence. And the sentence I thought of was, oh, yesterday I ignominiously shat myself, which I didn't. <laughs> but we're creating a lore. We're creating. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking poopy pants Leslie over here. <laughs> but it was, you, you, in the act of shitting yourself, you realized, oh, I need a new coat. <laughs> Exactly. I think it was like my my guts were were in upheaval because I was so stressed about my lack of new coat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the final straw. Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, why do I feel so? Why have I felt so bad all day? And I realized I'd had dreams of having a beautiful coat, and then I'd woken up into the cold reality—literally cold, because you know, <laughs> just dungarees, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Katie. Yes, Leslie. I feel like it's time we talk about design. Yeah, because that is everything. It is. I think that because we both are very sort of, we both have very sort of specific aesthetics, I think. Mm. And I think we both care quite a lot uh, about how we present ourselves to the world. I mean, I'd say less so for the sake of the world, but just more because it's quite fun. Yeah. So. It's a nice nice bit of self-identity isn't it yeah exactly it's yeah lost enough over the past year exactly like aesthetics are so important and it's just interesting to remember that sometimes to kind of go oh I'm putting on makeup oh shit yeah this is what I like to look like but I mean you know I think we've talked about it before like I'm sort of fine from day to day of not not having a big face of makeup but it's more fun to you know yeah potentially we talked about it last episode when we designed that eyeshadow palette which is selling well yeah yeah. thanks guys thank you i hope you're enjoying it yeah use code katie and leslie in the shop and they'll go what (laughs) (laughs) um get in touch with us to let us know what your favorite color is yeah tag us in all your favorite makeup looks oh my god yes please so anyway what kind of coat do we want to make well because it's a coat for us the podcast a fun time with Katie and Leslie. It needs to fit two people in it. That's true. And so we need to, I feel like we really need to decide the configuration of how both of us are going to be in a coat. Yes. It's like, and I was classic thinking that as well. is like one of us on the other's shoulders, but I feel like there's so many more ways that two people could fit in a coat. Yeah. And that's like quite overplayed, isn't it? Like there is a character yeah. in the cartoon, in the depressing cartoon, Bojack Horseman. Boo. No, I love it. It's fucking great, but it's bleak. <laughs> the fact the fact that bad people decide to relate to it is no, nothing against the show itself. <laughs> that is most shows where there's antiheroes. Um, so there's a character who's literally two children on each other's shoulders in a trench coat so like pop culture's already had that so yeah i think we definitely need to do something different with it sort of rethink how we could both fit there i mean i think obviously we could just be sort of shoulder to shoulder yeah just next to each other in a kind of just a wide coat we need to decide whether we're going to have the illusion of two of us in a coat looking like one person in a coat or if we're just two bitches wearing a coat I think for me personally, and you might not agree with this, I think for me personally, I think that, 
I think we're both in a place where having our own distinct identities is very important and to be seen Mm. and to take up space is very important. So I think the best way we could possibly do that is to absolutely own the fact that there are two of us in the code and that's just what's happening and no one can have say anything about it because that's what we're doing either way. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So, so side by side is very good. Yeah, side by side is very good. Uh, are we thinking two separate neck holes? Yeah, yeah, I think we'll have to because there is like the necessary like height difference. And I yeah. feel like that will, if it's raining, both of our shoulders are going to get wet. That, if it's just one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like it's either, well, it's going to go one of two ways. And the first one is if the if the neck hole's at, at my height, then you're just hidden in the coat. So that absolutely undoes all the work that we've done in both that's, being a part of this, you know. Unless I get like a little a little plastic kind of window and I've got a big snorkel up to the top Ooh, of the coat so I can breathe. Oh, that is a thought. <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> And then I put some little pictures of like seaweed and tropical <gasps> fish on it. So it looks like it's like an aqua coat. Oh my God. I feel like just... I'm having all the fun. Yeah, that, that is really fun. What if I wear, oh my God, this is fun. What if I wear an astronaut's helmet? Yeah. So we're like the deepest depths and the highest heights all at once. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's very good, actually. Yeah, I quite like that, actually. So that's that's yeah. a strong contender. I'm just going to write that down. Another idea we could have to fit us both in the coat is what if I just kind of hooked my feet over your shoulder Ooh. and then I just went down one of the sleeves and that's oh, just... Oh, that's... Yeah, that, I think that would be quite cool too because I would feel like I was wearing a really fun boa. Yeah. Like Corella Deville when she has all of Tails' tails around her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that would be really strong and then it would be like a little thing where it'd be like, oh, where's there's Leslie, where's her hand? And you'd be like, hello. Hello. <laughs> I like to imagine it with not even my hair coming out. It's just like just your it's face, just my face, and it's really tight. And it looks like I've got like a bad facelift, and I'm like, ah! or like the sleeve is birthing you. Yeah, like I'm being birthed. There's, there's, and, and this sleeve is absolutely straight down, so my shoulders are kind of like twisted around and going into my neck and whatnot. I mean, it's deeply uncomfortable. It yeah. looks amazing. It looks, yeah, no, it sounds like it would look incredible. And also it sounds like it would be deeply fucking haunting for anyone who we cross paths with, which is the vibe we're going for. So yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if you, if you sway your arms when you walk, like most people do, because most people aren't like rigid with their arms, yeah. I'm going to be upside down and being <laughs> swung a lot. So pretty much Having me in a sleeve upside down like that, you've just got like an on-demand vomit. That's true. Machine. Oh my God. And then we would become so ignominious. We would become so <laughs> ignominious. <laughs> like imagine if you went into a coffee shop wearing this coat and you put me in like the wrong sleeve. Are you right-handed? I feel like I should know this part. No, you I, I, I don't think we've ever just said I am right-handed. Yes. Same. Um, how how aww. fucking mainstream of us I know, lame <laughs> Get third hand <laughs> <laughs> We think outside the box Just 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 one coming out of the chin <laughs> Yeah That'd be so handy because you'd be eating something And then you'd be like, oh, give me more of that The reason why between us we have so many nose piercings Is that we're slowly stretching our noses <laughs> To become trunks Not to a full elephant But at least to a tapir kind of level Yes, I know I, I, Yeah, I mean I feel like we were keeping that secret till now But I mean it is, it is the right time to tell them yeah. <laughs> um, We do have so many nose piercings between us Two <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, what I was going with that Is if you put me in the wrong sleeve Like if you went to get a coffee And instead of picking it up with your left hand You did it with your right hand But I was just there And then what if I accidentally <sighs> drank all your coffee I mean, like you could just hold me up and I could, I could suck things. Uh, <laughs> nope. It's <laughs> no. a classic quote. We should, someone should make it out of context, Katie and Leslie. <laughs> no, that we need, we need episode ideas. <laughs> Actually, do we do, we do, we already do that with the clip show. Yeah. No, but, no, we didn't. That was all no. episodes that we already did. Um, <laughs> But also, just imagine how how important we'd feel if someone made a fan account for us. Oh, <laughs> just putting it out there, we're just manifesting a fan account so that we can feel that bit of self esteem. Because yeah. uh, I think we need it. I I do quite. I think I quite like that. I mean, I think that I I'm the one who has the easy role in this, though. So yeah, I mean. So another option we could have is if we made the cut of the coat, so it had one of those really massive 
skirts like one of those like victorian crinoline oh, which yeah. just goes like and then um i just wear you like a belt like you're just Ooh. round my like then that and that's how you, you kind of just like hold on deeply yes. uncomfortable but i feel like that would keep you really nice and warm and then you could also inspect the ground for things as we go i know and i love things and also i i have i have been finding my legs quite sore recently so it'd be a really nice break for my legs yeah, like you work on your feet. You I work, work on my feet, time. yeah. We're both stand-up comedians. So yeah, that's fucking standing up all the fucking standing time. Standing up, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, yeah, it would be so cozy. I feel like it would feel like when you're, if you're like a kid and someone has like one of those bikes that has the bit in the back that you can kind of just sit in and it's all sealed in. Yeah. I think it would be that except a coat skirt. <laughs> I think it'd be like, did you ever play with parachutes when you were oh, yeah. a kid? Yeah, like when you're under the, there's nothing yeah. so good as being under a parachute oh my when God. you're a child. I mean, I feel like that would still fucking rule. Yeah. Yeah. We should. Par- let's let's when, do parachutes. When, when we, we do our first again. A Fun Time with Katie and Leslie live gig, can we also we just have a session a of parachutes? Yes. <laughs> yes. We, right. Any primary school teachers who, because I don't know how those things work. I had a responsible adult to manipulate the parachute i think wasn't there just a lot of people like the way i remember it was a lot of people around it so they were sort of like waving it around yeah so that's where our audience comes in all our thousands of listeners it's gonna be a big fucking parachute maybe that's we need a built-in parachute into this coat yeah also that way if ever we decide to um jump out of a plane Mm. which you know we're wild we might yeah well, you know, that way we'll be set. <laughs> What's that one guy who had sunglasses on who jumped out, like stole a load of stuff and jumped out of a plane? Oh, yeah, no, I know exactly who you mean. It's like actually. an ancient cold, it's yeah. like, not ancient, but like, it's like a cold case. I can't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah, it's like very, I can picture, guy. I can like picture the paint. sketch of him. There's a, yeah, there's like a pencil sketch of him. He looks like the most boring man in the world. He's wearing he jumped sunglasses. out of plane. Uh, I'm going to yeah. look up, I'm going to look up uh, sunglass man jumped out of plane. <laughs> I remember watching the BuzzFeed and all Yeah, literally, about. that's what I was just thinking. D.B. Cooper! Yeah. D.B. Cooper! Also, I'm so glad that that is literally is. Su- Sunglass Man Jumped Out a Plane does bring that up very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. couldn't even survive without the internet. Like I know, quite, quite literally. People, people go on about like, oh, in the pub you would argue about shit you can kind of semi-remember for hours but now you can just look it up and there's no conversation i'm just like no there's but better conversation. there's much more conversation because you don't just have one topic all fucking night yeah <laughs> um also it's just really fun to be right when you're trying to solve solve a disagreement it's really yes. fucking fun to go no i can prove to you right now i need to be right all the time i can prove to you right now that i am anyway oh okay so here's an idea for a coat yeah <laughs> just made of sunglasses <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And then one of us, whichever one of us, uh, I guess both of us, we could just be, it could just be look, be like, oh, look at that big bush of sunglasses walking by, but two of the pairs of sunglasses contain our eyes behind them. I love that. Yeah. And then every once in a while we'll be like, oh, it's not, it's not really that sunny. It's just quite dark with these on. So we'll take off that pair of sunglasses. So there'll just be two pairs of eyes peeking out from it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I feel I feel like a, a, a pile is a very good coat because it's warm. Yeah, it's, and it's warm and it's hiding. But what's the name of that coat? Which is camouflage coat. It's got a fun name. Gilly suit. Oh yeah. Said it had a fun name. Is is it a coat? It's more of a suit. Never mind. Well, you know, a coat's kind of like a suit with no legs. <laughs> And I've always said that, actually, so... Yeah. I also think that it would be really fun to, at the bottom of our sunglass bush, um, sort of just put skateboards or a wagon or something. Yeah. So that we could just roll around like a bush would. <laughs> you know, if if we have our little legs peeking out, people might go, oh, there's two people there, whereas they won't know. If it just we just glide by all the time, you know, it's, it's a yeah. great disguise. Or we get a load of mechanical feet and we have many feet, Ooh. like the luggage from Terry Pratchett. Yes. And when people see us or the structure that we built for ourselves, this coat, 
Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is still a coat. Cause what is the definition of coat really? When, is it a bush? I propose yes. So yeah. <laughs> when, Hey, why the fuck not? You know, we can do what we fucking want. We're Katie and Leslie. So yeah. when people see, when people see our, the structure we built around ourselves, they'll go, who's that shady character? <laughs> well, it's got a built-in pun. I'm sold. Yeah, exactly. Done. <laughs> um, but we do still, I feel like there's still so many other things. I feel like maybe we should just make ourselves a bunch of coats. Yeah. But we have yeah. to decide on our first one, really. We do. Like, where do we start? And then from there, like, you know, the, we've talked about before how I have this obsession with with just designing my own stupid t-shirts when I have an idea. So I feel like that's basically the, what we can do. Just create our mm. own reality via coats. So, yeah. Mm. So I think, well, we both definitely know why we need the coat. Yeah, yeah, we? absolutely. We definitely yeah, no. know. Yeah, there's, so there's no doubt about that. keep that goal in mind. Yeah. So... Seeing is like we both definitely know, and you know, you definitely know. Yeah, no, um, I, I, yeah. Do you want to suggest like something that's really tailored to the cause of what we're trying to do? <laughs> I was, oh, I actually, this was an idea I had, and I think this might be the one, but I'm not sure because everything sounded so good to me. Mm. I was thinking normal sort of coat width, or I guess normal Leslie coat width, because I am wider than you normal coat width um but just double double depth <laughs> and then we can be back to back like a sort of Voldemort <laughs> sort of a professor yeah. Quirrell vibe oh did you ever watch um a very Potter musical yeah. at its height so good <laughs> I love that costume so much. Yes, I I, I only vaguely I remember. Him. My best friend was like, obsessed with it, and I kind of saw it like once or twice. But like fuck Harry Potter, but that one, that one's yeah. all, that one's all right. The thing with Harry um, Potter is that basically it it is what was the best thing about it was its fandom. I mean, not all of the fandom because fandoms are fucking shit in many ways. But yeah, the sort of stuff that came out like Potter Puppet Pals. Uh, all the online Harry Potter RPGs that I used to do when I was a teenager. Um, you know, just the stuff that came out. Of, oh my God, have Wizard People Dear Reader. Have I told you about Wizard People Dear Reader? No. It's one of my favorite things. It's it's uh, this Brad Neely who would do these really like silly animations. He basically, he made, I think he made an audiobook of The Philosopher's Stone. But he just, the whole thing, he's like, private drive. And he just talks in that voice the whole time. <laughs> And he just, it's just one of my favorite things. Someone edited over the first film. And so it doesn't all perfectly line up because obviously the book and the film differ in some ways, but it works really well as a thing to watch. And he just has names for everyone. So he's just like, he just calls Harry Potter HP most of the time. He's like, Ronnie the Bear. And he goes, the wretched (laughs) harmony. And um, oh God, what's, um, oh, Professor McGonagall is Professor Hardcastle McCormick. (laughs) It's just like he calls cousin the cousin Dudley. He calls him roast beefy. And at one time, when Dudley's wearing like a little like boater's cap and a stripy shirt, he's like ragtime roast beefy. (laughs) And it's just it's just one of these things that every time I remember it, it brings me such joy. So I think the things that have come out like absolutely fuck J.K. Rowling, garbage human. But the things that have sort of managed to stem out of that well before people realized what she was like as a human, Hmm. you know, were. So good, and I so I think that it's a thing where genuinely, um, I think to the people that it's still very important to, I think that it belongs to the fans more than it belongs to her at this point. You yeah. know, she can fuck off, but the things that have come out of it that have been so important to people can carry on if they want them to, yeah, yeah. The kind of the specific bit in, um, for, oh, people who haven't seen a very Potter musical, oh, yeah, sorry, um, <laughs> there's um. <laughs> Uh, so Professor Quirrell, who has Voldemort's head on the back of his own head, they just have two actors standing back to back in robes and tied together the whole time, or like for ninety percent of the musical. And there's a good bit where like Quirrell's doing his nightly routine, where he's kind of like folding things up and leaning over, and the other one on the back, like Voldemort on the back, is kind of just being pulled over and has his legs in the air and then there's a bit where they go to sleep and it's just girls just like reaches his arms up and goes like ah and then lies down on his back which is on top of this other man who's just like face on on the bed and he's like oh i forgot about that 
it's so good it's really good like they're walking and it's a kind of weird shuffle because they're clearly tied together at like every point of their body yes (laughs) it's so awkward and it's really good and it's never it's never mentioned like people (laughs) people know that there's someone on the back of his head because he's got like the turban which yeah goes around both of them but oh it's so (laughs) it's it's such a good bit of like it's just a really good bit they definitely got all of the physical comedy out of that that they could Um, so I'm thinking so yeah I like I like that I like that you brought that up because also it's made me realize another thing is you know you mentioned how it's basically like a big full body three-legged race vibe that they that they've got yeah but I propose we don't do that with our coat and rather we go for an octodad vibe an octodad oh my god do you not know about octodad no. It was a video I haven't actually played it, but it's a video game where I think it's called Octodad, where basically it's of the father of a human family is an octopus, but you have to control each of his limbs individually. Oh. And it looks incredible. So I think that that could be us in our coat. I feel like that could be us in our coat. I feel as well. like that yeah, I feel like that's our sort of So we've got like a kind of central hub where we're controlling like the arm and the leg. Yeah, but I think we could even, we could if we wanted to, no, I think, I don't know, I, I feel like it might be fun if we do actually have four sleeves so that all our all of our arms can do whatever they do. Yeah. And if you were like, oh, I need to go grab this lovely vegan croissant, and I was like, oh, I need to wave hello to someone, we didn't get in the way of each other doing that, the same exact moment. Yeah. So where are we in... in- this are we like one in front of the other yeah or? i think absolutely that we're obviously not going to be quite back of head to back of head but i think we can design the coat so that it kind of like on one side sort of has more of a ooh, like it's sort of the collar kind of does a like cool sexy droop at the back but in order to make room for the fact that we are of very varying heights yeah so i think so that we could both you know it'll look like quite like a cool like collar but really it'll be so that you do not have a a collar in your face yeah yeah i think stylistically it would be really nice i think that in tribute to a very potter musical we could occasionally just shout out darren chris (laughs) (laughs) bless him oh It's amazing. I always forget that he's in that. I was always like, yeah, he made it. He's in Glee. And now he's like super famous off the back of the funny YouTube musical. The rest of their musicals are really good, actually. The Batman one is, I've only, well, I've seen the Batman one and a couple of others. The Batman one is really good. I Uh, highly recommend it. And then there's the second Harry Potter musical, which is also excellent. I, I think I saw the second one as well. I think I, I think the second one I think the second one stuck out to me more in some ways, but I can't remember anything really about them. I remember uh, Cedric and how Hufflepuffs are particularly good at finding. Yeah, find. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Like, I, I didn't realize how much of it had gone into my <laughs> into my comedic development. Yeah, until like the thing where. <laughs> Dumbledore was like what the hell is a Hufflepuff and I, I do that for so many things like oh some of this and I'm like what the hell yeah. is and then uh, like, anyway I, I love those content yeah I do love those unexpectedly for, formative things that you watch when you're at the right age for it to really affect the rest of your life <laughs> yeah uh, it's gonna be such a difficult decision deciding what we go with because I really like all the ideas that we've proposed to each other. Yeah, so I feel like we do need to, you need to pick one to work with, yeah. if only for the podcast. Yeah, and then so. as, as, as we've said, we can come back to the rest later. Like it can be an ongoing project, you know? We mm. both, we're both crafty. We like doing these sort of things. So yeah. Hmm. So what are you leaning mm. towards, do you think? My favorite is where I'm a sleeve. Yeah, it is a good one. It's a very good one. What's your favorite? I'm so indecisive, you know, it's like, I, I, I love that one. And I mean, I, I think that I'm sort of, because I'm so indecisive and because I do really love that one, if that's the one that you want to do, we can go with it. But I mean, I think that there is, I think that like, you know, sort of there's that sort of first idea, best idea sort of thing where I do really fucking love the, like uh, the, our space and sea look. The space and sea one is also very good. Uh, and you could have uh. like, you could design the panel to look like you have like a, you know, like deep underwater, like old fashioned 
diving helmet. Oh, that would be very good though. And then we could both be wearing helmets. In yeah. our... And they're similar designs, but for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could go ham on like the coat could have like, we could have like the, all of the layers of the earth going <gasps> up. Yes. So it's, it's kind of like red and glowy at the bottom for the molten inner core. And then we work up through loads of things. And there's like a dinosaur skeleton. And then there's like a Paleolithic thing. And then there's like an Iron Age. And then there's um, like, as we get close to the surface, there's vast levels of um, plastic landfill, which are going to take thousands and thousands and thousands of years to make any dent in them. And that's fun. And yeah. then oh. on the surface, we could just have a fucking factory for Tesla or some shit. And I think that would be a really good. Yeah. Also, I think it would be it would be quite fun when we saw someone uh, not properly disposing of their recycling to go up to them and go <clears throat> and point at the landfill bit just to remind yeah. them of what it looks like. Maybe it's kind of a performance art thing where like both like space and the ocean are very polluted places yeah. where people, like we think like oh humans don't live there so it's fine to pollute them. And so, like, every time we send something into space, the kind of, the rocket that gets out of the atmosphere is just jettisoned off into orbit and, and like, all of the waste from the International Space Station and stuff. That's just, like, around the Earth now, orbiting, and it's gross. And then, you know, there's the big, like, the oceans with, like, miles and miles of, like, plastic bergs and stuff. Ooh, I've got an idea as well for this that I think would be quite Mm. fun. Is so we'll each have the way I'm picturing it. We each have one usable arm, and our sleeve the sleeves obviously are at different heights yeah. for where our arms are. So I think with your arm, I think I'm gonna make you a shark puppet. Yeah. And so every once in a while, there could be a shark attack. And I think that for me, I'll just have like just a crumpled crumpled up ball of paper, and every once in a while, I'd go asteroid and chuck it at people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could have like a little satchel on your side full of full of like fake asteroids. Yeah. And then I've got my shark thing. Yeah. And and also well we can do some interior pockets and so there could be kind of like miscellaneous fish and sea creatures. Yeah. You know, and some of the like really unknown things. And then if we go to Scotland, which inevitably we will again in the future, mm. uh we can make a Loch Ness monster. Yeah. I think that would be really nice. Um just have her poking out yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Just think, hi. Yeah, exactly. Just be like, but always like slightly in shadow somehow. And I don't know how we'll quite do that, but mm. just make it just so she, you can never see her quite clearly, but you can see her outline. Yeah, I like this, but I just mean, I don't want to, I don't want to step on your toes because you, because you liked the sleeve idea more, but. No, this is good. I like this. Okay. I mean, if it helps, we could just have you coming out of a sleeve. If it's a good compromise for you. Or just on the floor, <laughs> wriggling. <laughs> like you're trying to dispose of a body except it's just katie and she's loving it <laughs> i've always felt like my limbs have been holding me back <laughs> yeah no it's a, it they are they they they're you know they're good in some ways but are they good in all ways maybe we have a central sleeve for both of our arms to go down and that can be a fun little yeah that can hold out environmental pamphlets. <laughs> no, okay. That can be because we've both got stuff in our other hands. Yeah. So maybe the central hand, we kind of we, I don't know, have our wrists together. So then it's kind of like a big like orb holding Ooh. kind of grip. But also, I would say, do we need a central sleeve, or would it be more fun to just poke our hands out through the buttons, and that would really fucking throw people off. Yeah, I suppose they're not expecting it that way. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I think that if they saw the sleeve, they would go, something is going to happen. And we don't want them to think something's going to happen. We want them to be shocked. We want them to be off guard. Yeah, absolutely we do. Comedy is about timing, repetition, and surprise! Yeah. Ta-da! So, does this outfit have timing or repetition? No. So surprise is something we're really going to need. Yeah, that is our. that is all we've got for working for us in this outfit and or this coat. And I think also with regards to our environmental pamphlets, we both flyered a lot in our time. Yes. And so I think we will kind of also will be such a spectacle. People will be looking at us. People will want to see. And so that'll be a really good way of us just going huh, and just handing them a pamphlet. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're doing it for us, but we're also doing it for the planet. I think we're about ready to put this together. Yeah. And then go and do the thing we need this coat for. 
yeah, we shouldn't dilly dally much longer. Let's get working on this coat. Let's. And I know, I know that a bit of music always helps me. Yeah. Let's listen to some music. A great big coat. A great big coat. (laughs) A coat. (laughs) Like two minutes maximum. (laughs) Uh, All right. I could I could really see that the idea to making pipeline was was short and sweet and I, I love that. Yeah, you know, have effort is really great sometimes, but also <laughs> I feel no effort is much funnier other times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got the sewing machine out, so let's get working on this coat. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to A Fun Time with Katie and Leslie. If you'd like to find us, then you can follow us on Instagram at Katie and Leslie. And you can find us on Facebook under A Fun Time with Katie and Leslie or Facebook.com slash Katie and Leslie. Also, if you'd like to support the show, we have set up a Kofi. <gasps> and so you'll find that in the show description. And you can just chuck us if you just have a little bit of money and you just want to help us out. Just chuck us a little bit of money and we'll love you forever. Also say who you are so that we know who we're loving forever. Because otherwise we just have all this love that's not going anywhere. And that can be dangerous. Yeah. It's just, you will feel a bit lost. So if you don't want us to feel lost, let us know. If you want to find me, Leslie Ewing Burgess, independently, you can find me on Facebook at Leslie Ewing Burgess, or it's facebook.com slash boobsley. Or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rainbow Ziggy. Katie, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Katie Zoe Mitchell, on Twitter at Katie Zoe Mitch, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash katermitch that's k-a-t-e-r-m-i-t-c-h where i stream three times a week yay Yay! we love you so much thank you for listening and we'll see you next time next time on a fun time with katie and leslie I thought you'd got a septum. I don't know why. Um, I've got a video call. I should be able to see that you don't have one. <laughs> I've, I've I got a shadow. Yeah, I've got a septum, but I, I wouldn't. Is that, or is that? Oh, it's the one above your leg. Wait, no, yeah, it? sorry. The Medu- I have a Medusa, which is a fucking badass name for anything. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, a Filtrum. Filtrum. Um, imagine if someone's name was Phil Trum. The comedy gold just keeps coming. <laughs> I like to imagine Phil Trum is listening to this going like, <gasps> Hi, Phil. Nice to have you here. Um, let us know um, what it's like being you. Anyway, so...